0: It's the Sean Pittman Show. Together we can change the world. Make a better future for our boys and girls. The Sean Pittman Show. Providing information that we need to know. Giving us the power that we need to stand. Positioning ourselves to lend to help hey So let's go. Let's go. Let's go. morning good morning welcome to the show y'all happy sunday morning and man this has been one week i don't have time to tell you all the stuff i've been through but you know this time of year is crazy for me but you know i try to stay in the holiday you know sort of spirit and i try to you know do the sports thing because you know orange bowl is a big big thing for me during this time of year and if you're watching social media, you saw uh, we broke ground on that facility I was telling you about in Belle Glade, Florida. Y'all know how much we worked hard to put a $4 million facility down there uh, for those kids to have somewhere to go. Well, we started the second phase last week. That was the best part of the week. Uh, but then I get on social media and all y'all are talking about is primetime and uh, Travis and HBCUs and PWIs, and I mean, it's just been off the chain, which the old folks still say, the young folks don't say it anymore. Um, But it's taking attention away from even the playoff, y'all, which, you know, we got a pretty significant playoff game going on. Uh, Georgia and Michigan will square off, and it's going to be an amazing game. But I wanted to have a friend of mine come on because he's always yapping about the Gamecocks. He's always yapping about the Panthers. And don't don't say nothing bad about either one, y'all, because if you do, Bakari Sellers is going to be all over you. And, Bakari, I've been trying to figure this out, man. Those are hard teams to be as avid a supporter as you are. It, it reminds me of me supporting the Dolphins. That's painful.
1: Well, yeah, it is. It is quite painful. Um being a Gamecocks fan um, is tough. I've been a Gamecocks fan my entire life. My dad Now you got your law you
0: got your off. law degree from there, right? As well. I'm an alum. Yeah. Yes,
1: I, I did. We used to sit all the way up at the top of Williams-Brice Stadium and I I've, I've gone to games to seasons where we finished 0-11. So it's it's tough, but we got Spencer Rattler now. Shane Beamer's recruiting out there. Look, next year I, I feel like we're gonna be in the Orange Bowl next year, man. You
0: can't tell <laughs> me otherwise. <laughs> well, you know what? You and I will have a heck of a time if that happens, man. I, 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 <laughs> I, I, I got you if that happens. <laughs> As a matter of fact, if any team with that wear red and white, I got you.
1: <laughs> whatever, <laughs> okay. whatever the
0: team. Uh, hey, listen. So, you and I usually talk politics, man. Thank you for always. You're a friend of the show, and thank you for always coming on. And we usually are talking about politics and things that uh, have risen to the point that I got to call Bakari and get him on. Um, I did want to do something a little different because you and I are both avid sports fans. Uh, It's bowl season, college football, first of all. Uh, Did the playoffs get it right, Bakari? I mean, we we see Alabama, Michigan, Cincinnati, and Georgia squaring off in the Orange Bowl and the Cotton Bowl. Are those the best four?
1: Those are the best four teams. Um, I think what you're going to see, though, is some separation. Um, I, I, and I'm, first, let me just say they got it right, and I'm glad Cincinnati is in the playoffs.
0: Um, I am.
1: Cincinnati deserves to be too. in the playoffs. They, they are a better football team. In fact, they beat Notre Dame. Um, they're a better football team than some of these other clubs out there. I do think that we need to expand it to eight teams. I just think that's only fair um i maybe take a regular season game off cuz that's a lot of games for college it's a lot kids. of games yeah but the yeah that's a, that's a lot of games but the playoffs i mean look the the playoffs got it right the separation though is is the sec is just head and shoulders better than the rest of uh, college football and i think you're going to see that in miami I think you're going to see that surely in Texas. And I think that people are going to be upset, but you're going to have Alabama play Georgia again. And I think it's going to be a much better football game the second go around. But I think that's where it's going to hit.
0: Well, you know, it's interesting. I had Greg Sankey on the show not long ago, you know, right when the SEC had just gotten a little better, right? And that's when (laughs) Oklahoma and Texas, the week that they decided that they were going to uh, accept an invitation to the uh, SEC and you know, it was interesting that his sort of take on this whole thing was everybody is would do the same thing. Everybody's trying to make their conference the best. And he has been with the SEC a long time, comes into a situation where, you know, their games are getting more wa- people watching. Uh, the teams are making more money. And now, as you say, look where we're at. They've got two teams out of the four in <laughs> the playoff. And... I don't think it's surprising.
1: And they go, think think about the TV. I mean, uh, the revenue that's going to be added. So, I mean, the the strong are just going to get stronger. I mean, it's a revenue play. Texas and Oklahoma are are going to bring in that revenue. They're not going to add a whole lot to to basketball, but they'll add a whole lot to, to baseball, football, and some of your other sports. And I'm, you know, I'm not overly concerned about being an SEC guy. I'm not overly concerned about Oklahoma, but Texas is always going to. Um, be able to compete because they have resources,
0: a lot of resources. Let me ask you this though: I, I, you know, I, I'm like you. I was glad Cincinnati, you know, got rewarded for their schedule, and 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 I was glad they beat Notre Dame. That's another show. You and I had to talk about Notre Dame one day. I'm, just them even being in contention. I'm a,
1: let me. I am. I am. I am officially a Notre Dame fan. Okay, my then nephew, we definitely uh, have to
0: have this conversation because my
1: nephew <laughs> plays soccer. He was a, He's he, he's a red shirt freshman. At Notre Dame, and they made it to the Final Four this year. Got beat by Clemson, uh, but they did make it to the Final Four, and they won the ACC. So, shout out to Notre Dame, man. So okay. that that's, that's
0: you and I gonna have that conversation another time because that we 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 gotta talk about this independence and and how it's just you know I, I hate to talk about unfair <laughs> in in sports, but uh we, but we'll talk about it. But I, I wanted to say this to you. You think Cincinnati, man, they' about to play some grown men. How do you think they're gonna match up with 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 the grown men of Alabama?
1: Well, you're gonna you're gonna be able to see it early. Um, it's gonna it's gonna be reminiscent of. Do you remember when um, Notre Dame came in undefeated with uh, Brian Kelly? Oh and yeah, they had, uh, yeah. Had to do with the invisible girlfriend, I can't remember his name. Uh, Matapea, number fifty-two.
0: Um, <laughs> I remember yeah, his number.
1: And they, uh, they went out on the field, and you could tell from the first play, this game is going to be won or lost if you're Cincinnati from the O line and D line. I mean, the trenches. I mean, Alabama just has, I mean, they have adults out there. I mean, it's, it's like yeah, like you said, they have grown men out there. So that's where, that's the difference. And you'll see the difference between that SEC program and I don't even know what conference Cincinnati is in. The, it, they used to be in the Big East, and now everybody shifts. I don't know. It's the AAC or something. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, that's right. I, I, um, I, I think that's where you're going to see the difference.
0: Well, Georgia and Michigan. So it's taking Harbaugh some time uh, to get a team sort of clicking, right? Georgia lost to Alabama. Uh, and as you said, you've already predicted a rematch in, in Indy of Georgia and Alabama. Um, what makes you think that Michigan's gonna lay down on uh, for Georgia on the 31st? I just think that that the
1: defense of Georgia uh, they they had a they ran into the Heisman Trophy winner they ran into a buzz in Alabama um, but that defense is gonna be ready to play They got something to prove and they want they won Alabama again and I just you know I, I can't I can't bet on Harbaugh in big games I mean he he this is the first year that he's won those big games and I just think that it's only right if he goes out there and lays an egg, and I, I, I think I don't think it's going to be close. the The, the question will be, um, is Stetson Bennett, the quarterback from Georgia, is he enough? Because um, there's a lot of, lot of talk that J.T. Daniels, the backup transferred from USC a couple of years ago, is a better quarterback, um, and Stetson didn't help them against Alabama. If they get good quarterback play, this is a wrap. I mean it'll be over as soon as it starts if if stetson bennett's out there throwing the ball in the dirt it may last a little bit longer but still Georgia's is too tough
0: yeah yeah i and i and and like you i I'd, I'd hate to be the the team have to play georgia after that alabama loss man um those kids they, they were hurt and they got a, they got something to prove now so I, I so you and i in the same place I think it's going to be a rematch in Indy, and um, I, I, I'm looking forward to, to. That's the only thing that will take me to Indy, <laughs> just to see, just to see <laughs> that game. Let me ask you this, because you 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 uh, you pay a lot of attention to sports, and, and listeners, if you're just tuning in, I, I'm talking to my friend Bakari Sellers. Uh, you know him well uh, from CNN and from all the the, the the national legal battles that you see his name and face on. Just a Prominent guy doing great things, Bakari. We always proud of you, man. Uh, but we're talking sports today because he's always got some opinions, <laughs> and and he's always willing to share them. Bakari, everyone is—we know everyone's going to be watching the playoffs, and, and rightfully so. Are there any lesser bowls that you have your your eye on that you're going to be paying attention to?
1: Yeah, man, the Duke Mayo Bowl, of course. I'm watching North Carolina South Carolina on December 31st at 11:30 in the morning. Um, you know. <laughs> The, uh, I, it's tough to get excited about bowls outside of the college football playoff bowls because a lot of times the best players aren't playing anymore um, I will tell you the bowl game uh, that I was most excited about was yesterday um, and that being the celebration bowl with Jackson State and South Carolina State just the fact that HBCUs are drawing that type of of coverage ESPN, the band Deion Sanders, Buddy Pugh, um, you know, I just think that you have to applaud uh, that. You know, you have to applaud where HBCUs are right now um, when it comes to athletics. We've always been stellar academically, but when it comes to athletics, I'm I'm, I'm very proud of that. Um, you know, I, I'm the person. You know, ESPN just added a, a 84th bowl game. I think is the number now.
0: I think so. Um, I think so. so, so. That every,
1: every so that every team that has six wins can get. Involved in bowls, I, I'm a watching. I love when the bowls start. I'm a watching every day, um, but I can't say that I'm excited about many more outside of the college football playoff, and of course my
0: HBCUs. Well, and I'm glad. You know, we started the top of the show talking about HBCUs, um, and you know, college football world was shocked by uh, the flip of Travis Hunter the number one overall recruit in the country uh, from Florida State go um, <laughs> to to uh, primetime Deion Sanders uh, and HBCU Jackson State uh, do you do you and, and and I know you've seen all the talk and it's been substantial you see this as an isolated situation or are we seeing a major shift in the NCAA happening here
1: well. I, I'm reserving judgment a little bit. I, I ain't the biggest, look, I'm very happy for what Dion's doing to, and for HBCUs. not the biggest Jackson State Deion Sanders fan, if that makes sense. Um, you know, I, I think that. Well, NIL, you're a
0: Morehouse man, so does that, does that play in that at all? Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah that does okay I okay does. That, just that, to, exactly i just
0: wanted to i just right. wanted to make sure people knew that if they didn't already
1: yeah no, no. no. <laughs> I, and I, you know i grew up i grew up in orangeburg so i, I firmly believe the marching 101 is better than the sonic boom of the south i mean it's a lot of those biases
0: <laughs> now listen have, hey, you know? now now you make me have to defend the the marching 100 now that's a that's a whole nother they show but right. they <laughs> they are right hey, listen no, the marching 100 right? is, is legendary they're legendary. legendary okay I, I, all right, now now the, now the listeners want to keep listening to you, so go ahead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, I, I uh, you know, I, I think that just NILs help level the playing field. There's no way that this kid goes to Jackson State without NIL. Um I think that your legislature, I know we usually talk politics on the show, and we can for a moment, your legislature hamstrung Florida State and is the reason that um, Florida State lost this kid because of the fact that schools uh, in Florida – as of now, cannot direct NILs to students, which makes it non-competitive against other schools. And, I mean, you get beat by Jackson State. Now, no one thought that the number one player in the country would go to an historical black college university. Um, This kid is really good. I mean, he's a -a once-in-a-generation talent, and why would you not want to play for the best cornerback to ever play football? Um, So, and, and look, the Florida State's coach, doesn't have much going for him. Um, their last five seasons, they I think they have one six-win season over the last five, if I'm not mistaken. Um, a, you know, a little
0: better what, than that.
1: <laughs> You're close. No, I think it's You're close. You're close.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I, you know, it's, it's, and you, you gotta, you, you get to go and be. Um, at an HBCU, um, your stadium's packed every Sunday. They're getting the resources, and they're playing big schools, big uh, FCS schools, and they're eleven and one. I mean, yeah, you go down there, and you can still go to the league if you're good enough. They'll find you.
0: Yeah, I- I'm like you. I'm I'm withholding judgment on this thing, and I'm also recognizing it for the space that is in, and 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 the space that is in brings me joy. I'm 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 happy that uh this kid got to make a decision um and and had a choice. Because it wasn't just Florida State. I mean that's where he wanted his, it was it's been his dream. But Georgia won him as and 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 for him being the number one overall recruit, a lot of teams lost out on this guy, right? And I think this situation was, you know, it it was so many special things in it. And you name some. I mean the best quarterback to ever play, right, you have that opportunity. I mean, let's not leave on the table NIL, I mean, the guy signs a $1.5 million deal that Dion helps barter, right? I mean, you know, the Florida State coach coach can't do that. And so the special circumstances here, HBCUs, we're all giving them so much love and attention right now because they deserve it. I mean, so it's, it's phenomenal, and I'm glad this guy got to do something he could believe in, and you're right. The litmus test on the Florida Legislature piece is the day after a bill was filed to to uh, to do better. <laughs> a, a bill was filed in the Florida Legislature to to do exa- exactly that. Make you more that. competitive. Well, yeah. you got to be more competitive. You got to be more competitive. Um, so, but so I, you you were holding judgment. So I can't wait, and I know when you get there, you're gonna speak it out loud. I can't wait to hear it because again, I don't know what this all means. But it doesn't mean I can't be okay with it for the moment, and and I agree with you that Florida State's got some work to do, and 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 they got to do it. Let me ask you this though. With the availability of the transfer portal, could we see student athletes sign with schools like Jackson State, FAMU, otherwise, earn their money, then leave for bigger schools after a year or two to prepare for the NFL? I mean, do you, do you could this be potentially no make I mean, every I, student I, a free agent at all times? They're free agents now.
1: I mean, I, Jimbo Fisher said it this week with um, Paul Feinbaum, um, who is my neighbor and a really good friend, and he said, look, we've always had NILs. I mean... That we just didn't talk about it, right? And he said it with a big laugh. I mean, <laughs> the, right. tra- the transfer portal. It, it, look, coach, it, I, it's the free market. Is anybody complaining when Brian Kelly leaves at midnight, or um, or uh, Lincoln Riley, you know, blows off Oklahoma to go to USC for 110 million dollars? I mean, the coaches do it all the time. I mean, I, I saw Gene Chiswick who had the audacity to open his mouth. Um, you know, Gene Chizik got eight million dollars from Auburn just to leave, and don't forget, he paid Cam Newton one hundred and eighty thousand dollars to come there. So, you know, wow. it's it's a I lot of hypocrisy. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's a lot of hypocrisy that's going on um, right now. And kids need to make the best decisions for themselves. Um, but if you have a good program, Alabama, Nick Saban's not worried about this. I mean, if you have a good program, it doesn't matter.
0: That's right. And and that's the thing. Uh, you're going to, you know, if you got a great program, you're going to still recruit kids. And and Primetime's got a great name, and he's got great connection, and he's going to recruit players. So I, 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 I think it's, I think when we look back, it's, it, it is going to be a significant um, um, exposure thing. But I'm not sure it's going to change very much, except, you know, what's already been changed, and that is kids have a choice now. And, and, and I'm glad to see that they're exercising it So um, let's talk a little bit before you go <laughs> About anything else that's going on in the world I, I, I know you, as I pay attention to your commentary on the, the White House and the president and all of that um, You were a big supporter, certainly of the vice president uh, how, do, how do you think they're doing?
1: I think they're doing uh, great. I think that they're falling into a trap that a lot of Democrats fall into or Democratic presidents, which means we don't communicate well. Um, they, they have to do a better job of communicating their successes. Um, you know, the Recovery Act, the Transportation Bill are all transformative pieces of legislation. Where they're lacking and where they're not succeeding is, look, um, you and I know that um, democracy, little d, is fragile. Um, and... Voting rights is the number one issue in the country right now. It's you know recently we lost Bob Dole, and I wasn't a huge Bob Dole fan. Like I don't have a Bob Dole for president hat by any stretch. But in 1982, 83, Bob Dole was the person who led the efforts to reauthorize the Voting Rights Act. Bob Dole, right? Wow. Um, This used to be a bipartisan or nonpartisan issue. Now you can't get. You can get one, but you can't get 10 Republicans to sign on to ensure that everyone have access to a free and fair election. And that's a problem. Um, And we know the price that was paid and the fact that the president won't lean in as he should is disappointing. But we're going to keep pushing them and hopefully they'll get there.
0: Well, let's hope so. And I know that there are good people like you with the kind of access to just keep telling them how important it is, um, not for Democrats, but just for the future of democracy. I mean voting is one of those fundamental things that 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 make us feel free right that make us feel like we have the ability to 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 have something to say about our own destiny and when we look at years of trying to take that away legally take that away um it just it just means we're not headed in the right direction so I I appreciate your voice man and, and you continuing to to lean in on that. Um, other side of the aisle, man, what, what, what's going to happen with Liz Cheney and her relationship with the Republicans?
1: Liz Cheney probably will win re-election and then uh, there'll have to be some mending. Um, Kissinger is leaving. Um, a lot of it depends on who... I mean, look, Donald Trump is about to hold the Republican Party hostage. What I mean by that is he is going to... Um, He's going to uh, uh, wait until the last minute to determine whether or not he's going to run for re-election or not. Um, and that's going to freeze the field, the Tom Cottons, the DeSantis's, the Tim Scotts, the Nikki Haley's, the the uh, 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 oh, big dude from New Jersey, Chris Christie. All of them won't be able to go <laughs> Did out. Did you say the big name. dude
0: from New Jersey?
1: <laughs> yeah, I couldn't remember his name. And it's funny because he's just loud.
0: Uh, <laughs> right, right.
1: Chris is tough all the time but yeah so they're going to you know they it's going to be frozen and if this if trump runs he wins but the reason trump wins the republican primary is because republicans for years have been trying to curb abortion making it illegal and he's all he has to do is run one ad that says he appointed the justices to overturn roe v wade and he wins um and so I don't think it will be a close race, but to talk about the other side of the island, people like Liz Cheney, if it remains Trump's party, if he runs again, gets the nomination, then those dissenting voices will be cast aside and cast out.
0: Wow. Bakari, thank you, man. Um, always love getting your insight. And listen, uh, Christmas is in a few days. Are you done? Do you do everything no. you need to do? Cause I know you got not only a beautiful wife, but you got some beautiful kids over there. We're in the twin club together um
1: yeah no kids are expensive um <laughs> the people who don't know uh, i'm not done yet this is my favorite time i like to give i like to give gifts i buy gifts for everybody um and i'm gonna go up and, and do some day shopping in new york and um i just love to do it man so i'm, I'm excited about it i like i like giving my wife the best and, uh my kids are understanding a little bit more they they uh this week at school they, they sang happy birthday to jesus so we're, we're, we're doing right, at least a little bit.
0: Well, congratulations on the great family, man. And tell your dad, we said hello. Um, and, hey, thank you for always being a friend of the show. And, uh, listen, man, uh, I'm going I'm to call you after these games and uh, and see, you know, if, especially if you're not right, <laughs> I'm going to go on social we'll media. Too, yeah, <laughs>
1: uh, trust me, a lot of people will be calling me. I'll just look over my hands yours.
0: Hey, listen, man, thanks for everything. And listen, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you and your family. And uh, we'll see you on the other side of all this stuff. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, listen, stay with us for a short Pittman Point right after this. You're listening to The Sean Pittman Show. It's time for Pittman's Point on 96.1 Jams. Welcome back to the show. So glad to have Bakari Sellers on to do something other than talk politics, y'all. We were talking the politics of Sports, (laughs) Sports, <laughs> and, and uh, what a mouthful there, and uh, we appreciate him being a friend of the show. Uh, but this past week, y'all, our country was rocked uh, by some devastating weather. Our friends and neighbors in Kentucky found themselves facing devastating tornadoes that left nearly 100 dead and still more missing to this day. We're learning in Tallahassee that there's at least three people uh, that died from our community, and man, it's hitting home. While we don't often talk about other states and other regions on this show, when something so horrifying happens uh, to anybody in our nation, here on the Sean Pittman Show, we send love and we send hope. We're in the middle of Hurricane Alley here in Florida, y'all, and we know just how nasty the effects of devastating weather can be. And you know the difference. With a hurricane, you can sort of have time. You know it's coming. You really just sort of, they're telling you we go into a certain mode. Y'all start go get, going to get bags and um, nailing up uh, your windows. I mean, we have a warning. Tornadoes are not like that, y'all. They come swift. They leave abruptly. And you're left to deal with the realities of all the loss, almost without a warning. So while the death toll climbs higher, um, nearing 80 now, we pray for the souls who were lost. Uh, we pray for the families of the victims especially those here in Tallahassee. We pray for those who have yet to be found uh, and hope that they are found. And we pray for the communities uh, dealing with the devastation, the aftermath, uh, where you have to come together and rebuild. We do have faith that Kentucky will rebuild, but the scripture tells us faith without work is lost. So let's act. Let's donate to the Red Cross, y'all. Let's give blood. Let's give our resources where we can. I know it seems like Tallahassee and Kentucky are quite disconnected, but in our times of need, we don't distinguish from the help that we get from uh, our neighbors and the help that we give uh, when our friends need it. This has been the Sean Pittman Show. Prayers up to Kentucky and Merry Christmas. Stay strong. We'll see you in seven. This is the Sean Pittman Show on 96. one Jams, Tallahassee's big station. We got this.